You know what's great about that? I've got this Stream Deck thing now. It did all that with one button. It started recording. It <laughs> and it played the music and switched the transition thing off and everything. Did it all like that. It was great. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. Uh, I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. And joining me, as always, is your co-host, Spaz. Hello. And your co-host, Hunter. Because I, as always, am not always here. <laughs> <laughs> And I usually am. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, uh, sadly, Jim is not able to join us tonight. Uh, thank you, fo- folks. Um, first off, thank you for your patience in um, understanding that we needed a short break. Uh, we love doing the podcast. Don't don't get us wrong. But like, there's just been some added stress lately that we're going to talk about. And so like something had to give a little bit. And uh, this was the easiest thing to push to the sidelines for a couple of weeks. But uh, we, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I'm in a much better position mentally to do this. Uh, Well, apparently you are, too. You're here. But uh, (laughs) I didn't didn't want to speak for you. So before we get into our topic, let's just do a, a, a quick little like. How we doing check-in. Spaz, how are you doing up there? Uh, aside from the usual, which is strange because this is the new normal around here. Yeah, things are going all right. And Hunter, how are you doing? Um, You know, uh, it's interesting. Things, things are in a very unique place. I was actually just talking to my wife about this just this evening about like, you know, I, the, I think the reason why I miss going into the office isn't so much because I miss necessarily people, which I do. I mean, being an introvert, there are still people that, you know, colleagues that I enjoy interacting with, but, um, I think the, the concept of structure is easier when you know where to put your focus better because like i can i can focus on things at home but usually it's like what drives me my interests you know what i'm saying like um i'm i'm i want to explore this game or i want to explore this activity or i want to learn more about how to do coding and just like things that interest me are the driving things for while i'm working from home but like trying to work from home it's just like work becomes more exhausting than normal. Um, I don't know if any of this is making any sense, but it's a different structure than you're used to. Yeah. There's some adjustment going on with that. Cause you had that old routine going to work and then you had that structure of whatever happens at work is at work. And then whatever happens at home, that's your downtime from all of that. And now you're at home (laughs) And you don't have that that side structure to work off of anymore, right? And so it's 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 things are good. Like I, I'm in, I'm in a, I'm I am in a good place. I think even mentally about like whatever things going on. Um, it was it was definitely two weeks of, uh, you know, bat crazy, <laughs> um, but. You know, and that was mainly because of the my my work. You know, I'm the head of IT for the company that I work for, 
And, you know, we do not have an existing work from home policy in place. I mean, we have laptops for folks in case they need to finish a report from home or if they're going on, you know, a trip, like a work trip, I mean, with that kind of thing. But like overnight, we've completely adopted an entire work from home attitude and um, that change in how we operate has just thrown everything that we were doing in a blender and said, oh, let's try it on puree. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> you know, so. um, but yeah, um, but it's, but I, but I've been doing good. I've been doing, I've been doing good. I think as, I, th- I think as time goes on and, you know, like, you know, you get adjusted, unfortunately adjusted to the, uh, reality, um, you know, you get used to it. I don't. I don't want this to become the new norm in the long run. Um, oh God! But, yeah. Oh God, no! Yeah, please no. <laughs> I think we will be dealing with this through next year. However, oh uh, yeah. So probably. well, I mean, I think there's going to be as. I definitely think there's going to be massive aspects of it that we're going to be dealing with. I, I do think we're going to see some forms of levity in like. Um, being able to, oh, what am, what am I thinking here? Like, I I do think you're going to see some, some like breaks in like what you can do. Like I, I, I foresee a few of my colleagues and I being able to return to the office on a more regular basis, but that's not going to be like true for everybody that works at my location. So... Well, you can do everything you do remotely, though, right? I can do probably 95% or ah. 90 95% of my job remotely. The The problem is, is with being the head of IT, you know, there's certain things that sometimes you have to physically go and lay hands on it. Um, or, like, you know, if you need to uh, deploy new equipment for somebody or replace equipment for somebody there is that bit of something needs to happen it it would be nice though because you know we're in a position to where strategically you know we could ad- adopt a 100% like cloud environment where we could just move all of our assets and our databases and everything like into some form of of cloud environment and then the interesting thing about that is you can also set up policies and have people like order their own equipment using like a business card or whatever, a business account. And then once they log into it with their business, whatever, all of the policies and stuff get pushed to that device. And so you don't actually have to touch it. But at that point, it's just like, you know, (laughs) this is a forever environment and I don't like that. Uh, Iceberg in the chat is wondering what company you work for. Are you allowed to say? Um, I've, I've, I think I've talked about it briefly enough. I, I mean, I work for, I work for Habitat for Humanity. So, um, you know, we're a nonprofit organization. Which is an, which is an awesome company, by the way. Just FYI, yeah. the, y'all. Just the, awesome. The, yeah. The downside, the downside about the organization is, right now currently is, um, all all retail is not considered essential services, and so we had to temporarily lay off our entire retail staff, oh. which was which you know for the area that I'm in, which I'm not going to go into, but the area that I'm in, you know, that's like sixty some odd employees. 
Oof. Uh, across our region. And then on top of that, like even though even though new home construction is considered an essential service because you know these are people that are already living in more you know desperate living situations than they would be you know living in a a home that we helped them to build but you know then then it comes with that you know without the retail side of things then you're funding its costs for new homes and then you're having to solely rely on donation financial donations and you know government grants or other organizational grants or you know cuz you know being purely you know being given money to do these things organization is very rough you know so it's definitely it's definitely changed things so it's it's interesting talks about laying all those people off i mean i get it but oh god <laughs> It's interesting though because because well, the habit the the habitat that I work for we're we're definitely one of the we we have financially set ourselves up in a better state like we have a lot of really smart people not to say that others don't have smart people but like we have a lot of people that really know how to work angles and work on getting grants and money and stuff like that so we've been able to financially you know set ourselves up for success for for many many years but at the same time. You know, so that so we have like a pretty robust technology budget as an example of that. Um, so we get to work. I I'm thankful that I get to work with a lot of new technology, whereas a lot of habitats they don't kind of, you know, a lot of nonprofits even don't have the kind of technology budget that I get. So, like you know, I was able just to go out and be like, here's ten brand new laptops for our employees, so that way they can work from home. You know, not 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 a lot of organizations that are nonprofits have that kind of just you know flexible budget. So, right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, thankfully, we're mostly doing okay, as you can hear. Um, it's weird for all of us, as I'm sure it's weird for all of you. But we wanted to talk tonight about. Um, because we're all at home now. Well, we all should be at home more. And so we thought we should come up with like a list of games you should have on hand that you can play a lot of uh, and and lose yourself in. It doesn't have to be space games. We'll, there will be some space games we'll talk about. But um, we thought we'd come up with a few games. <laughs> hmm? Brian, are you playing Eve? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I figured we'd talk, we were going to talk about Eve, and I was thinking, I could make a recording of Eve, but why? <laughs> I mean, I just... It's, it's, just you, it's just you flying an adventure through space is what's pretty going much, on right now. Pretty much, I have to find Veldspar, and I have no idea how to do that, so I was going to try and figure that out. But even that, that's so chill, you know? Just go find yourself an asteroid belt. Right-click anywhere in space, and then you'll see a list of... Well, no, not into Dixie. you got to go to Botane. Go, oh, go to right. Botane. Go, okay. go to the next system over. Anyway, so... <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah, we thought we'd uh, bring up some games that you should have on hand. And there's a there are sales going on all over the place. I think... Um, Fanatical is having one right now. Uh, the spring sale on Steam is just about to happen, I think. Right? Isn't that like any day yeah. now? Yeah. So um, 
You would think it would have already been going on by now, but... Yeah, you, usually it didn't happen around Easter. Usually. That's what I thought. Usually, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know Steam's spring sale is going to happen. Like, they're going to drop it like it's hot any moment now. So, we thought we'd uh, just, like, talk about games we feel you should have that'll eat up the newly homebound hours you find yourself with. Um... <laughs> And so one I thought we would talk about, the first one I thought, because Hunter and I have been playing a lot of this, is EVE Online, which uh, if you're not aware, um, if you're not aware, you can play for free um, these days. And they've been shaking things up so much that uh, both Hunter and I are back in the game. (laughs) As soon as you think you're out, Pull you back in. Oh, there are a lot of asteroid belts here. That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, uh, f- yeah, this is a game that's it's got a learning cliff. Let's let's just be honest. It's gotten better. Uh, the new player experience has definitely gotten better. Um, even I can play this now, um, and it, you don't have to be ganked all the time. I've just we've just been doing PVE, and they have this great thing called the agency which is just a pve finder it just lists agents encounters uh, you know missions all this stuff and oh hey um, you got a storyline agent i know i'm doing that right now nice. i'm doing that i'm doing that right now um so yeah i need that's why i needed the veldspar uh, see is there any around what anyway that that belt might be mined out yeah it might be oh god i think it is oh there's nothing here okay (laughs) so uh so hunter besides eve online is there a game that's been uh taking up uh your time yeah i um i'm still doing sto so I'm I've been uh, still in the passive state. So I'll go I'll go and occasionally do like a patrol or some um, uh, task force operations. But mostly I've been doing a lot of the uh, duty officer, admiralty, R and D stuff. So a lot of the uh, kind of as as we like to call it, some of the Zen gameplay, just kind of like sit and, and play with menus and. Um, Stuff like that. All, all of the passive kind of gameplay elements that are in STO. So been doing been doing a lot of that. And I've actually found a really good place to do the recruitment stuff. It turns out if you're at uh, Starfleet, um, the space station, Starfleet space station, um, Earth Earth space dock, right? ESD? Yeah. Yeah. Um, occasionally you'll get, there's. I've actually gotten quite a few in a row, different recruitment things in there. So I've been grinding up my recruitment uh, stuff. Because I've of of all the commendations, I only have three that are not to level four yet. So I need to get recruitment, trade, and I think uh, oh, what's the other one? Is it the uh, God? What's it called? It's closer towards the bottom. I think it's like the um, colonization one. Yeah, that so. between between uh, trade. Well, no, trade is actually pretty easy because you can do that at DS nine, but. Yeah, trade Between, trade I ranked up huge at DS9. Yeah. Yeah. Um Between 
Yeah, between uh, colonization, that one takes a while. Recruitment takes a while. Recruitment definitely takes a while. That's that's one that I don't have maxed out on any of my characters. Yeah, and I think um, the um, uh, the ambassador stuff, all of the uh, all of that diplomacy stuff. takes a while. Once you get, I think though, like once you get to level two, it opens up or rank two, it opens up some more uh, types of duty officer missions you can get, and then when you get to three, it enables you to like go through each different sector systems and find quite a bit. Oh, so, yeah. so Brian, see all those rocks over there? Go fly towards those because it looks like your 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 scanner is not um, reaching them. So if you just click on a rock and like a right click on a rock and approach, yeah, there you go. Get up in those rocks, Brian. So there's some there's some condensed scordite. I got it now. All right, thank you. Um, so in the channel, we got some games mentioned, um, besides the one you'll be talking about in a moment, um, spaz, uh, the old Republic has come up, which I don't remember the last time I thought of the old Republic is, <laughs> you been know, a it's interesting. You know, it's interesting. They've, that's another game kind of like Eve and Star Trek that as the years have gone on, they've definitely improved it in my opinion. Um, the single player experience, and for me at least, has definitely improved by and far a lot. Um, because when it first came out, um, the Old Republic was a game that didn't know what it wanted to be because, like, all of the MMO stuff was great, but then the single player stuff got in the way, and all the single player stuff was great, but then all of the MMO stuff got in the way. And so it's just like, you know, it was a game that didn't know what it wanted to be. But now um, it's if you just want to play the story campaign stuff, you can totally do it without having to, like, worry about dealing with, you know, the MMO kind of bull stuff. It turns into just like a almost just like a generic RPG at that point. Okay, it's and that's also free to play, right? Am I remembering that correctly? It is, but but they 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 do. I will say they do nickel and dime the crap out of the atom. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Like you you, you want another you want another bar to like put spells on. You know, pay pay like. Oh God! Uh, really? Bucks. Like oh God! Yeah, you want to you want you want that other really cool hairdo? Pay pay like they they really lock it down like you want to go play as like a pure blood sith you know you got to buy the but i mean sto has some of that but it's but 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 not like but not like um the old republic the old republic's got it bad damn um but it is good i do like it so yeah yeah I so re- so yeah. yeah, basically as a co-op RPG, that's the perfect. You can play that perfectly right now as a co-op game. It really is that good, in my opinion. Now, oh really? Yeah, huh? Like it's it's something that like the the three of us could go in and co-op sometime if we ever wanted to. Maybe uh, would that be a long play game? Do you think, Spaz, or is that like just a regular Tuesday night thing? I wouldn't mind trying that. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I know with STO you can do the same sort of thing. Um, this, if you want to play episodes, you can play them in a group back to back. Oh, in the same sort of way that you're talking about. Oh, really? Huh. And there are some that actually benefit from having people from multiple disciplines, uh, tactical science, engineering, in the same mission because there are optional objectives that require someone of that background. Oh, that's interesting. Maybe we should put STO on the Thursday night thingamajig at some point. It would be fun. Yeah, it, it is we, fun. We had fun with it. Yeah, we uh, yeah we did a we did a Patreon ga- patron gathering um, a couple weeks ago, and we're gonna do another one because it was just so much bloody fun. <laughs> so yeah, there's definitely uh, yeah Star Trek Online is definitely a good one. Sounds like um, STOR is a good one. Uh, Total Reliable Delivery Service is was mentioned in the chat, and we have played that, and we loved it. We loved that game. I could see, like, if you have a few people in the same house, uh, that a game like that would be hilarious. Because it has local co-op, too, right? Am I remembering correctly? It's not just online co-op. It's local co-op. I think it's local. Yeah. That would be some great couch co-op right there. If if you're stuck with multiple people. Like, I'm just stuck with my wife, who is not a gamer at all. So, eh. (laughs) Here goes that idea. Um... But yeah, uh, folks, if you haven't tried it, total split screen even. Oh, there you go. Yeah, local split uh, screen co-op. God, right. I miss that. Oh. There are a lot of there are a lot of Steam games that do it, and I have successfully over the Steam link played some had some great local co-op sessions here when I was allowed to have people over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, come to think of it, I we got to find out. I think it's, uh, man, maybe I might have just shot myself in the foot. Um, mm. Le- the Lego games are only two people co-op, right? You can't do more. Yeah, that's the that's Damn. the downs. Yeah, that's the downside of the Lego games. Even like Lord of the Rings Lego, for example, is only two people. It's like, come on. <laughs> well, I was going to say, if like we could do like Lego Star Wars, the three of us co-op, that'd be a lot of fun. But Sadly, we can't. Alas, <laughs> Sadly, we can't. That sucks. Yeah, I don't get... I mean, I, I love that they're co-op and they're wonderful, but only two people? What? Come on. <laughs> so, Spaz, I'm pretty sure you're chomping at the bit to talk about the one, the, the, the big game you wanted to talk about. Well, more a series, but the Mountain Blade series, which was mentioned in the chat, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> even if you don't use mods, you can spend hundreds of hours and and although warband is the current pinnacle i am of the opinion that banner lord is going to surpass it once they have ironed out a lot of the kinks in in it it's it's shaping up to be there it's the the new engine supports up to a thousand units in combat at once and if there are more than that you have waves of reinforcements that'll come in over the over time Oh, wow. And the battles are just insanely fun. I've had so much fun with that. I've I've spent 130 hours in Bannerlord alone since it released. Damn, it's only like a week out, right? 
something like that. <laughs> I, I told you I'm a fan. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I think the only thing I, I think I've only put I think the only thing I've put that many hours into in the last week or so is sleeping. <laughs> like I don't, well, it came out on March thirty. March thirtieth oh, so, was when it released. Oh, okay, but so it's been three. Since weeks. then, I put in a lot of time with it. That's a lot of time. That's still a lot of time. Yeah, that's still. Sorry, I'm. <laughs> uh, yeah, Skyrim. You forgot the pedal again, didn't you? Yeah, no. It's like I'm just not used to holding it down uh, yet. So I was holding it down. Oh, there it go. Ah! So yeah, I, I, for, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I was holding it down, and I'm like, wait, why is my why is my thing grayed out? Oh. Um, oh, Brian. I know. I'm such a I'm such a goof. Wah, wah. Anyway. <laughs> there's it's that 50 sitcom. It's Brian. Don't know. Um It's funny because we use the exact same pedal. I know, but I'm not used <laughs> to it yet because I've only had it for like a few weeks. So like it's different. It's way different than the last one. The last one that I had, you pushed forward. So I pushed with the heel of my foot. But the way this one is, I'm pushing back. I mean, the, the ball on my foot. But with this one, I'm pushing back on the heel of my foot. And I'm just not used to it. So, like, I'll forget I'm doing it. Uh, yeah, see, so. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's see. What's the next game I wanted to bring up? Well, uh, clearly, folks, if you don't have Free Space 2 by now, um, you need to buy Free Space 2 because the amount of mods for that thing... And I know I bring it up because it's my favorite game in the world, but there are so many mods for it that you can get through the uh, Gnosis launcher. That's Gnosis with a K at the beginning. That um, you're looking at thousands of hours of playtime. Just the just playing Diaspora repeatedly. <laughs> I think I've played through what's available for Diaspora like four times <laughs> because it's that's the. Um, the Battlestar Galactica total conversion that is just astounding, you know, and that's free. Just go get Free Space Two if you don't have it already. Um, I'm kind of sad Jim wasn't able to make because I'm bringing up Arma Three for the same reason. Now Arma Three, it's it's let's be honest, it's janky as fuck. That's that's the only time I'm going to try and curse in the entire show, but it is. It is so janky. It is the jankiest thing. It is. It's not as janky as Autobahn Police Simulator Two. I will tell you what. Oh, that was horrible. Oh my god, that was that was the, the, one of the jankiest things that ever janked. Um, my god. But uh, Arma Three, yes, Skyrim as well. Arma Three has so many mods that add new missions. New campaigns, um, random, ran all this random stuff, and a lot of it is single player. If you don't like multiplayer, I don't like multiplayer. Jim keeps asking me, and I'm not interested. But he keeps asking. Get on him. <laughs> I just want to do single player. Um, but even in single player, there is a ton of stuff for it. 
like a million things. So, uh, no, I'm talking, well, Warband 2, I guess, but I'm talking specifically Arma 3, because if you look at the workshop for Arma 3, holy mother of God. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ball, like balls crazy in there. And there is so much good stuff. Like I've played like some of the, the mate, I've saw the fan training missions and like, they're like random recon missions. You can get that generate missions every time, a different mission every time you play, which you can do in single player. So even though I really didn't know what I was doing, I just tried one or two and damn, it was very different every time I got killed very quickly as one would expect. Um, but it's just, it's such a, it's such a sandbox for all these different well, toys that people have made. Well, if you want to talk about Homeworld or talk about mods, I was going to talk about Homeworld. All right. Uh, there's all actually, right. There's actually, there's actually a sale going on right now on on Steam, I believe, for some of the Homeworld stuff. And um, even though yes, there we, is. we haven't really... There, the, talk about the Steam Workshop for, for Homeworld. Um, there's a lot of really great stuff in there, too. Yeah, I know. Some I of know. it... Sorry, some ahead. of it turns that some some of these mods are actually like uh, like full on game conversions um, that turn it into like a completely different style of game where instead of it being like single handed missions, it's like a long play of like resource gathering and like almost empire building. Um, some of them are like total conversions to do like Star Wars stuff where you can just you know do scenarios and go you know balls to the wall with that. Um, there's some really cool. There's a really cool Star Trek one that I really like. Um, so yeah, I know they're also working on a Wing Commander total conversion for it, which last I saw looked amazing. It was like Wing Commander two era, I think. Um, so you had some of the like the f- the most memorable fighters in all the series, I think, are in Wing Commander two, and so that's like yeah, there's a lot of mods for. Um, Homeworld, and we can totally talk about games with lots of mods that add like content to it. And there's a lot of games that do that, like Skyrim, um, Sins of a Solar Empire. So that's another good one. Oh, yeah. That's another good one. That would also fit fit on this list particularly because there's so much yeah. replay value in that. Oh, so much replay value! It's disgusting. Um, Spaz, did you have another game you wanted to bring up? Well, I could bring up a few, but uh, I'll. I'll, I'll bring up Dying Light because you get many dozens of hours of, of gameplay. Oh, God. That's a good point. That's a good one. I didn't even think of that. And I love Dying Light. Um, yeah, folks, I don't know if you've watched our Dying Light um, videos, but it's it's fun in single player, but it is a joy in co-op. An absolute joy. Once you get to a point where you're not running away from everything which doesn't take super long. It's like a couple of hours when you'll start being able to seri- being able to fight back a little bit. Uh, oh my God. The whole gameplay just, the whole game just opens up into this amazing thing with fabulous writing. Uh, Sins of a Solar Empire does have quite a few mods. There's an amazing, uh, Jose, there's an amazing mod called Star Trek Armada 3. Oh. Um, the level which of we detail, love the level of detail in that mod is ridiculous it's astounding it's absolutely probably one of the best mods i've seen for anything um it's a to- it's a pretty much a total conversion into what you would expect 
uh, next generation, you know, era. Um, it's just next generation era, right? I'm pretty sure. Yep. Uh, yeah. But but the models and they they've overhauled everything. And well, it's, it's detailed. It's they've also brought in. Um, I think some sound effects from um, the previous Armada games and some stuff from like Deep Space Nine show. Like there's totally there's totally a bunch of Garrick lines in there, for example. Oh really? <laughs> That's yeah. Oh God, how much do we wish he shows up in Picard? Him or Kira? I mean, That's all I care about. I mean, oh my God. Well, 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 well. Um, did I say Garrick? Yes, I was you said Garrick. I, I meant Ducat. My bad. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's not, clearly not. He, he's clearly not showing up. Well, you never know no. with this universe. Uh, no, no, he's, he's probably not showing up. He's probably not showing up. Now, if they pulled Cisco out, I'd be like, oh, well, well they kind of have already done that bit in Star Trek Online a little bit. What? Yeah. What? Kind of. Really? Kind of. Yeah. Kind what? Of. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I gotta play more. St. I finished the first chain of of Klingon war missions in Sto. That was a good time. Um, and that was uh, one of the first arcs, and it gets a lot better after that. Really? Okay, that's because that wasn't. I like that arc. It, it was. It was pretty fun. Well, the ground stuff, you know. But you know, the well, space nobody stuff, loves the ground game. But, nobody loves it. But it does get better after about. Uh, let's see. I would say after the Romulan arc, things start really picking up. Yeah. When I they introduce like, the actual Romulan uh, start into the into the universe. I, that, I really, that changed things. I really feel like the game exploded once they finally did the Delta Quadrant stuff. Well, that too. Yeah. And I say exploded in a good way. Like... Now, Jose, this is kind of what we're talking about. So many games, not enough time. We all have a lot more time now because <laughs> we're home a lot more. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, uh, um, unless your life has not changed much pre-pandemic. <laughs> well, and, the you know, what's funny about that is uh, I was actually, I'm a big fan of Victor Lucas, who does uh, the Electric Playground, um, and he still has uh, a really massive uh, YouTube following. Uh, but he was actually um, he was actually interviewed on CNN recently for like praising the the timing of a lot of these new games that have come out to keep people home, like Animal Crossing and so on and so forth. So, oh, could Animal Crossing be better timed for this? I mean, I yeah. don't think they they didn't plan this right. It was just this was that that was the original release date, and mm-hmm. yeah, they couldn't have planned this better. I know so many people who are just balls Giddy. to the wall. Yes. In animal, like 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 balls deep. Sorry about the language, but balls deep in Animal Crossing. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like every other Facebook on, post they post is about Animal Crossing. Like, I kind of want to on a similar note to that. Final Final Fantasy VII remake. Yep. Now the yep. story about that is the physical copies were still shipping at the same time they were supposed to ship, but Square Enix pushed the digital release early. To try to keep people at home, and 
to not not to mention i've been hearing tons of praise about the new remake that it, it was just like it's not just a beat for beat like super duper cool remake of the original like it's it's almost like its own game entirely like if if you think you've played final fantasy 7 you haven't i haven't bought it yet but i have heard nothing but good things yep. about it I'm, 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 I, this is, this is one of those reasons, this like one of those times where I honestly wish I did have a PlayStation 4 was because of games like that. Which is totally fair. I got to tell you guys, speaking of PlayStation 4, I could not, what's that game that's finally coming out for PC? Horizon Zero Dawn? Yeah. Coming out? Yeah. Oh God. I could not be more excited for that one. I saw... My brother-in-law playing it on his PS4. I'm like, oh my god, I want that. <laughs> it is very good. Oh, it is so very, excited. very good. So excited about that. That's the summer, I think, it, that is coming out. So, um, who the hell knows? <laughs> who the hell knows if we'll have more time or less time by the summer? Um, I, I well, hey, there's always the EDF games. Oh. <laughs> EDF. <laughs> I'm really hoping that we get an historic low on EDF five over the next next wave of sales. I was uh, just about to say that. Yeah, um, because I I don't know if I can do thirty dollars twenty. Yeah, probably. But thirty? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I would be double dipping to get it because I got it on PS4 originally, pre-ordered, in fact. For the oh. ultimate edition, so I've got all the DLC and everything on PS4, but I would double dip for it so we can put it on the calendar because we love that series so much. And five is great. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I am excited. Uh, yeah, Jose, you say you're still working from uh, home. Uh, I really. I just wanted to say I hope everyone in the chat and everyone watching and listening still has a job. Of some kind, because, damn, <laughs> I mean, the level of unemployment right now is insane. Just insane. If you, um, and I was going to bring up a couple other games that are fun. If you've got go like for, a, oh, go a, for it, a couple of uh, friends that you want to play with online um, that are really good. The first one is. Um, Oh God! I just blanked. My brain went to mush. Um, Chibus, the 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 dwarves in space mining. Uh, oh, Deep God. Rock Galactic. Deep Rock yeah, thank you. Deep oh, Rock Galactic is yeah. a good one. We have that on the calendar yeah. for I think a couple of weeks from now, and uh, that's a great one. Yeah, that's a great one. And Space Beast Terrafright. Oh yes, absolutely. We have never not had fun with that game. I love Space Beast Terror, right? Especially when we play it like together. It is so much fun. Oh, and friends, someone brought this up earlier uh, since we're talking about playing with other people online. Uh, if the Jackbox games go on sale, the Jackbox Ooh. packs, those are wonderful. Not every game is great, um, but a lot of them are. And you don't need to be in the same house to play together. It's it's amazing what they've done. Because um, only one person needs to own the game. And then you go to a website 
and uh, put in a code for the room, and you're playing on your phone with other people. Well, like we we played with my my wife's family. We did a Jack Night here on Space Game well, Jackie. The 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 person who owns it has to uh, stream it though, right? Stream the. Well, yeah, uh, you have to. Uh, yeah, you gotta like have a thing like Discord, but I I know so many people who are signing up for like Discord Zoom just to or... just to talk to people, or you can use Zoom. Yeah, the first time we did it, we used Zoom, and the second time we did it, we used um, Discord. And just um, uh, to add to that, uh, four and five of the packs are at sixty percent off on Fanatical right now. Oh geez, oh yeah. Yeah, I'll make sure we add Space Beast Terrify back to the... Well, I'll, I'll look right now. When was that? Let me... I'll look right now. But yeah, we can totally add Space Beast Terrify back to the calendar. That is not even a question. What are we doing next week? Oh, next week is Bridge Crew, because, you know, we were not up to it last week. Oh, that's um, great, because my... um one of, the, one of the things that I've been holding off on is I've... I've got my VR headset here, but it's not properly like my room's not properly set up for it. And I'm getting these two um, nodes, uh, these these two wall mounts for my um, my sensors. So that way I can actually because right now my sensors are on my desk and there's like some stuff that's obscuring. It's like um, it's view, but soon I'll have them mounted above and behind like up, up above, like behind my monitor. So that way they're like no obstruction, clear view of me so I can actually do VR stuff. So that'll be perfect timing. All right. Well, Oh yeah. You can't use zoom with, um, zoom is terrible for anything besides audio. It's true. If you start using video, like everyone starts getting out of sync, like you would not believe how many people ask my wife, can't you guys just do a virtual choir over zoom? And, and she just wants to tear her hair out because no, you cannot <laughs> at all. Um, yeah, Zoom is is not great. Uh, Discord is way better at sharing your screen. Like the other day, we we all wanted to get together for Easter. My family and I we wanted to watch a movie and we couldn't agree on a movie until we found The Dog Who Saved Easter. <laughs> which is a series of movies about a dog saving various holidays. The dog being voiced by Mario Lopez. I'm not making any of this up. And um, what we did is I, I, I bought the movie, the best $4 I ever spent, by the way, on Amazon and uh, screen shared it over Discord. And, um, and it was great because I used the Steam link to share it to my TV at the same time. And... Uh, worked fabulously. We just chatted away in this, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the text chat room. So if you're going to be doing anything like that, um, discord is great. Twitch has a new, uh, watch party service that they're rolling out. I just got really? an email. For, yeah. I just got an email for it like a few days ago. The only downside is that it has to be stuff on Amazon. You know, so you can, I'm, you, I'm actually okay with that. I'm okay with it too. I'm gonna. I want to try it at some point. But like, if we it's, wanted to watch like anything on BritBox, like Midsummer Murders, can't do that. But well, no, I'm getting it through Amazon. The one, yeah, getting that's, it through Amazon, it should be qualify. Like, 
You could watch like mm. HBO stuff if you have HBO through Amazon. Mm. Well, then maybe I should introduce you all to Midsummer Murders. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've actually been going and watching two old TV shows that I actually never really watched. One, of course, because it was before my time. But I've I've been watching Are You Being Served, um, which is I, on he, I, I keep hearing how great that is. And uh, I've also been, I know what you guys are going to say, but I've also been watching Baywatch. You know what? There's, this, it, this is a safe space, man. We're all going through some <laughs> shit. You need what you need, man. If what you need right now to get through <laughs> oh, God. is Baywatch, oh, sir. Ryan, thank you the, for understanding. Thank sir. You. No, no, there is no judgment here. <laughs> there is no judgment here. If you need like to watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians or nope. or. No, or, or, or The Bachelor the or uh or or Baywatch. You know, there's no judgment. You know what I mean? Look, 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 oh come on, how much would you pay to watch Garrick and Ducad and keeping up with the Cardassians? I uh that that would be a different show though, and I'd a, watch that'd be a very different show. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's the safest way. God, you know what's so funny is Brian Brian posted that that really funny meme in the the movie section earlier oh god i, I was laughing so hard like, would you oh, stop that- talking about the occupation <laughs> me you started it we did not start it yes you did you invaded bayshore like oh god, oh, god. i don't know who oh. thought to mix faulty towers with these face nine but oh they have my heart forever ah oh. oh, that was so funny yeah, so you can get BritBox uh, via Amazon. It is a subscription. Um, it's, I think, $6 a month. No, $7 a month. And holy cats, it's great. Uh, oh, you know, Eisenberg brings up a really good point. If anybody has Disney Plus and likes the Clone Wars TV show, Season 7 is streaming on there now. They've gone through the first nine episodes, and the ninth episode is like the most Star Wars thing Disney has ever made. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta get caught up on that. It's and Eve so is the good. perfect game to play while getting like, because my wife has no interest in watching Clone Wars at all. So this is the thing I'm gonna have to like lock myself in the office and watch. <laughs> For shame. For shame. You know, it it, it 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 kills me. She's not into animated stuff. Like, do you know how much I you know how much I wonder I want to go through gargoyles with her? And oh, she dude. just has no Bro. interest. I know. I, you know. Anytime someone says gargoyles, the theme song uh. kicks off in my head. I just like exactly voice cast, man. We live again. Lightning and oh man, uh, Brooklyn, Goliath. John, Jonathan, oh. Jonathan Franks with a ponytail. I mean, oh, all of them, all of them. Like, oh my god, everybody <laughs> in that, like, everybody was in that damn show. Everybody was in that damn show. Um, yeah, pretty good chunk of the Trek cast was in it <laughs> at some point. Yeah, like everybody. And then you had like, like, I, I David Warner was in there, and and and. God, every freaking every, and of course Keith, the 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 majestic Keith David, um, <laughs> who who could do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> uh, yeah, love him. Uh, so there's a lot of good streaming right now too. There's some other streaming. There's some other suggestions of something to do while you have while you have time on your hands. <laughs> a lot of good streaming services out there. Um, lot like. 
let's talk about BritBox. We're uh, I'm taking the wife through Red Dwarf right now. And, See, uh, she'll watch Red Dwarf, but she won't watch Clone Wars. I, it's you know, not. It's it's live action and it's British. I gotta I gotta have I, a conversation with Nicole. Like I don't I, know. I don't get it. I don't get it either. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I I've tried to get her. Like I've like let's watch. Some, I'll show you like one or two episodes of Batman the animated series, the best cartoon ever made. She's like, nah. I'm like, oh. I have so all good. I have all of Animaniacs on DVD. All of it. Nope. Not interested. Um, <laughs> Clone Wars with a lot of British sounding people in it. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's effort there. I'll give you effort, Eisenberg, for I'll, that. I'll, oh, I'll tell you what. One of the reasons to watch Midsummer Murders on BritBox or Acorn. Acorn's the other British show streaming service, which is also very good. Um, one of the reasons to watch BritBox, uh, Midsummer Murders on Acorn or BritBox, is the string of famous British actors. Like Peter Capaldi was in an episode, and um, yeah. oh, hold on! Eisenberg brings up a really funny point. Eddie Izzard did an amazing thing about Star Wars and British actors. What is it, Lieutenant Sebastian? <laughs> That's uh, true. The rebels, the rebels, sir. They're here. <laughs> did they bring tea? Well, my God, man, what do they want? <laughs> do they bring tea? <laughs> Sorry. No, it's great. I'm just saying, like, we were watching one of the first episodes I saw had like that looks like a really young Orlando Bloom. It was Orlando Bloom. And he gets it's like he got it's like his first acting gig and he got killed with a pitchfork and it was great. It was so it was so watching for the way people get murdered on that show is just ah. Uh, I could talk about it all day. I'm thinking of making a podcast just to talk about it. Like, you know how Grace Jen does a recap of, um, you know, D Space Nine stuff. I'm thinking of doing a Midsummer Pot Murders one <laughs> with all this dude's free time I have on my hands. Um, oh, yeah, of course, the IT crowd. Of course. Uh, no, I think BBC. No, wait. B- BritBox, I think, is partially owned by BBC. And Acorn is their own thing. Acorn's been around for decades. They were like where you'd go if you wanted to get a British show on t- on DVD. And and now they have um, their own streaming services. And there's some overlap. Like Midsummer Murders is on both of them. But there's also some shows that are only on Acorn. There are some shows that are only on BritBox. Um, so there, I think if you like British TV, especially uh, BritBox is where you go if you want a lot of comedy. It's one of the reasons we went for it, which is why we're, you know, watching Red Dwarf. Oh, one, one, eight, nine, 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 <laughs> three, one, nine, nine, oh, one, nine, seven, two, two five, <laughs> three. God, right. I, I still think one of the funniest things I've ever seen is when Jen shows them the internet. Yeah, the internet cuts. <laughs> Stephen um, Hawking knows who I am. You've got to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I actually no. I think my favorite thing in the entire series is I'm disabled, sir. What kind of disability do you have? I'm, I'm disabled. disabled. <laughs> yeah, oh, my wife geez. loves my wife loves Father Brown. We're probably going to go through that together. We just finished. Um, Midsummer Murders, not Midsummer Murders, Miss um, Fisher's Murder Mysteries, which is also excellent. And uh, so we tried to get into Alo Alo, 
And uh, the raucous French accent, like, we couldn't get past it. We couldn't do it. It was just too much. It was just, just, it was just, like, having the one guy on uh, Faulty Towers with that terrible accent, that's about all we can handle. But, like, a low, a low where everyone had, like, oh, my God, I don't think we could do it. Because my wife knows French, and she couldn't deal with it. <laughs> it like it like melted her brain. Um, so yeah, I don't know. What we're gonna watch after Red Dwarf. We've I watched Red Dwarf. I didn't watch all of Red Dwarf, but I watched a lot of it. And now we're in the era that I haven't seen, and it's weird. <laughs> it is so like. Have you guys seen all of Red Dwarf or any of Red Dwarf? No, but for you to go like I'm getting into the era where now it's weird is like. That's like an oxymoron. <laughs> well, it's a weird show, but like it was created by two guys and then eventually one of them left. And so the show just did took a noticeable dip in quality, which is when I stopped watching back in the 90s. And so now we're in the era of the show that I've not seen any of it. It's just so it's still I funny, actually, but it's like I would but, say the same thing happened with Doctor Who. Um, I. I watched Doctor Who up, up up until Peter Capaldi like Peter Capaldi came around, and then I, I watched a little bit like after he was on, but then like I think like midway through Peter Capaldi or maybe like after his first season, I would like they took a really long break. And it, I just, yeah, I tried to watch it again and I just couldn't get back into it's it. It's the first like I I love Peter Capaldi as an actor so much, and it was only like near the end of his run that like they really started writing for him, you know? And yeah. And that's, a, and that's a shame. It's yeah. such a goddamn shame. Cause he's a wonderful actor. Anyone who's seen the thick of it, if you've not seen the thick of it, go find the thick of it. Um, well, and there was also, well, there was also a noticeable change too in the showrunner, if I'm not mistaken for Dr. Who, where like for a good chunk of, I'm 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 guessing here, but I'm pretty sure it was a good chunk of like you had Eggleston through part of Matt Smith, and then like there's somewhere in Matt Smith, I feel like is when the showrunner changed, and then like it, it was really noticeable with Peter Capaldi, or maybe you know it was like at the end of Matt Smith it changed. You know what's really sad? The showrunner didn't change. Uh he just um. The show where I didn't change well, it was still Stephen Moffat throughout that entire era, but well, well then who who there was like some major was it the writer like who the, was the it? there were there were different writers for some reason I don't know what the story is but there was different some different writers and in some ways it was good and then like the writing for the current Doctor has been really hit or miss which is a shame because the actress is great. And uh, she deserves better than what she's getting. Um, what, the, what the hell's her name? Jodie Whittaker. Um, she is she's a great actress, and um, it's just the writing again is letting her down, just like it did with Peter Capaldi. Just like it did with, like, it's it's really just so inconsistent that show. Like you got, and then the only way you can really enjoy it is you remember it's a kids show. Like it started as a kid show. Yeah. It's essentially still a kid show. Um, if you just remember it's a kid show, you're like, okay, kid shows go up and down. I I want to see Broad Church, um, Jose. I hear it's amazing. Now tell me this, uh, Jose. I hear it's a bit of a bummer. 
And my wife has a very, very, very strict no bummers rule. So there's a lot we just do not watch. I have a pretty big no bummers rule too, but hers is far more stricter than mine is. So I hear Broadchurch is a bit of a bummer. And, um, but I would love to watch it because David Tennant and her and what Olivia Coleman's on that one too, I think. And she's great. Um, she is great. Um, one of the best things about Hot Fuzz was Olivia Coleman. I wish they had given her more, but everything they gave her was just pure gold. <laughs> I've been around the station a few times. Uh, <laughs> just Fox. <laughs> God, it's such a f- the God. old the old guy the old guy oh. in that was so good. Oh God, <laughs> he says you might have something there. I know. <laughs> so like throughout the entire movie, eventually he understood what he was saying. Ah. <laughs> Hot fuzz, man. Maybe that's what we should do a viewing party of. Hot you know, fuzz that's sometime. that's how that's how my oh. wife and I actually started dating. What? Really? So. Yeah, so like we were we were friends, and then uh, there was a few there was a, there was a few other gentlemen that were trying to vie for her attention in the area that we live, and um, uh, she asked me one day because I, I we went out to lunch and I was like, so uh, you want to like catch a movie sometime? And she's like, sure. Do you like Simon Pegg? I was like, I love Simon Pegg. Uh, have you seen his TV show? And she was like, he has a TV show? And I was like, oh, yeah. And so Spaced. that's how we started dating. Yes. Because she only knew about his movies, but she did not know about his TV show. And so we started watching his stuff. And it was, we, it wasn't, we did, I don't think it was his TV show that we watched first. I think we watched Hot Fuzz first and then we started watching his TV show. But yeah, that's, that's how that started. I'm going to admit, it took a couple of viewings to get into the TV show for me because... I need I need likable characters in my show. At the beginning of that show, they're just not very likable. Like no one's really likable oh, in, in the beginning. Oh, come on. They're man. not really? you gotta you, you gotta you gotta feel something for, for their artist neighbor who lives downstairs. Like he's you know Oh Brian? Yeah. Oh he's Yeah, man. And then and then there was uh the, the character that I liked the most was actually the um uh, Nick Frost's character. Was oh, like he's the, the, he's the wannabe he's... military guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I, I, I always loved, I always loved when the courier stopped by because like everything would turn into a beat and he'd start dancing because <laughs> he would just like hear it in his head, you know. So it was just like, I, I love space. I thought it was, and there was also a great, uh, there was also a great Star Wars moment too, where. Um, what was their landlord's dog gets kidnapped or something like that and they do like this whole like empire strikes back like montage thing where they're just like we got to go save the you know we got to save the dog and it's just like we'll meet you at the rendezvous it was just like and they did like this whole like even like beat for beat it was like the end of empire strikes back it was really funny oh yeah i haven't seen the whole series i need to fix that at some point um i think it's on britbox but i also have the dvd um. Yeah, are there any other games y'all wanted to mention, or should we call it? Uh, I mean, like I said, there's there's plenty of stuff out there, and now's a good time as ever. If like you don't really have a 
um, a big collective of people to play with. Now's now's the good time to go through that backlog. I mean, that's a good point too. That's a good. Yeah, uh, there's, I, uh, there's, there's Drox Operative. There's Star oh. Traders Frontiers. Man, both have, of those you could get. You could get ahead. dozens and dozens of hours out of either of those. Oh, and all and, the free and, games and, we get through Epic. That's a good point too. Like just cause. Yeah, four, Epic is putting got. out tons. But listen, guys, 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 and ladies, or whoever you are out there, if you have not, if you have not gotten thirty thirty Death War, oh. please do yourself the favor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. You must. If that's if, if you're listening to this podcast, you need to own that game. Look, at this mm-hmm. point, we just need mm-hmm. we just need like a partnership with them because we will endorse the crap out of that. Game. Oh yeah. We're not we're not sponsored by the thirty thirty death war conglomerate in any way, um, but we'd like to be. We'd love to be if if they're listening. So good, so good. I it's so good. I would love to see a sequel in the same genre like style that they did. I don't understand. Sorry, I know we're dragging this on. I don't understand how thirty thirty death war did what it did and did it so well. First of all. You've got the feel of like an old Sierra side scroller, like point and click adventure mixed in with like almost uh, how do you how do you describe it? Like there's so many like little hints of genres, like good parts of genres layered into this. And it has a killer soundtrack. It just it's it's like the, the perfect blend Yeah, that soundtrack is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, God, such a good soundtrack. Chad, yeah. Chad, <laughs> like, Chad's is like, play it. I've bought it, but I haven't played it. What are you doing? Why are you here? Go, run, <laughs> stop listening. And that to us. soundtrack, that soundtrack merges well with just about any other game that you can play, especially Rebel Galaxy. I, I use its tracks. <laughs> oh yeah, Rebel Galaxy Outlaw for sure. I have that on my Rebel Galaxy Outlaw playlist in there. But it also works well with games like Beat Hazard. Oh. Which is oh. awesome. If you oh. have not played Beat Hazard, oh. it is a twin stick uh, shooter sort of game, except that uh, you are playing your music. Spaz. Didn't I play one of the tracks during my stream of it? I think I did. You did. And it was yeah. it was great. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to try that. That dead Beat Hazard 2, man, is great. Beat Hazard it's 2 is so, so good. good. It's so good. It's so I can only play it in very short bursts because like eventually my hand will be like, I can't feel my hand. <laughs> AC AC Wraith, you're a legend, man. Like, way to go. Breon, wait, what? Man, April 30th through May the 4th. Wait, what is that? How? How do you know that? It's probably like a weekend, like play for free weekend. Probably. Yeah. That's exactly what that is, because the 30th is a Thursday and the 4th is a Monday. There's a free play weekend coming up uh, next weekend. So that'll probably coincide with a sale. Like you play for free on the weekend and then fifty percent off or something. We're like gonna that. be telling everybody. We're gonna be screaming from the mountaintop. Hey, mother beepers! <laughs> <laughs> Just play it. Just play it. You'll love it. You'll buy it. Seriously, that is yeah. If you haven't played that yet, that's a that's a quarantine game above all else. That's that's a game you definitely all need to play. That's a good point. 
I actually streamed all of it, Jose, like a while ago. I finished it. Um, I guess it wouldn't hey, hurt now, to return now's, to it. Now, now's a good time to uh, do another playthrough, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just a side note regarding Beat Hazard 2. The, the series has just celebrated its 10th anniversary because the first one came out 10 years ago. And there's a ship you can earn in the game that's a gold special ship. If you play it and and uh, complete a certain track and earn over 10 million points, which you can do. It's not that difficult. Damn. No, it's not that difficult. Um, Chatham's the nice thing about this game, about 3030 Death War is that it's a massive game that you could play for dozens of hours or for like do one mission for five minutes and then yes that is that's the nice thing about it because you can you can totally you know just do a mission here and there and it doesn't take long yeah and unlike some games like objects in space the mission payouts are worth it they value your time (laughs) so uh, that is a great game. Yeah, let, yeah. Oh my god. Hi, Timothy Vance. Your name looks unfamiliar to me, so welcome. But yeah, I uh, both games immersed me and gave me scars to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. And if you want to talk about that, that does remind me. Space Rangers is another one to have on the list because mm. you can get many hours of gameplay out of that. You want to talk about a game that gave gave star uh, gave you gave gave me some scars? Brian's playing it right now, <laughs> but I'm playing the laid the as laid back as possible version of this game. <laughs> it so, is so I'm actually doing I'm actually doing the Glinte Epic Arc quest right now, which I've never done, and holy crap, this is really cool like lore stuff and and. The payout is really nice. Is that an epic storyline? Yeah. So it's oh yeah, epic, epic arc quest. Yeah. And uh, you have to have good standings with Galente in order to do it. And then, well, for the Galente one, and just just to like, I talked to the first guy, and his first assignment was for me to go talk to another person five systems away, and I got like two million is just for doing that. Damn. Yep. Damn, that was nice. Yeah, friends, playing Eve now is just... Wait, 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 wait. You haven't played Space Rangers HD? Holy mother of Christ. Sir, sir, sir. <laughs> Gotta be like that one video uh, with the with the he- with, with the beat. With... That's not a beaver. It's like a hedgehog or something. It's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Alan, Alan, Alan. Yeah, I was going to say it's the Alan. It's the yeah. Alan. Uh... Alan. I don't, <laughs> it's not a hedgehog. It's a. The hell is that thing? What a prairie it? dog? What is, what is that thing? I don't know what it is, but, um, dude, Space Rangers HD. You could you could like lose multiple lives to that game. Oh God! What is so that video? I, I will Damn say it. the the weakest part of of Space Rangers HD is the oh, RTS God. sequences, and there is a chance to skip them when you get into them. You don't have to skip them, but they can get very difficult. 
Let's just say that. They are fun, but they can get very difficult. So just keep that in mind if you're going to play it. And you should play it. I just took I just posted a video of just the clip of Alan, 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 Alan. <laughs> Oh god, that video is so great. So yeah, folks, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, we're happy to be back, and we're happy that you're here hanging out with us. Um, so thank you so much for hanging out with us and spending time with us. A special thank you to those of us, those of you, those of us, those of you who support us via Patreon uh, subscriptions or Twitch subscriptions. Um, Every dollar you give helps us get closer to doing this full time. And I'm trying not to ask uh, during this really stressful time, but I at least want to thank you. Those of you who are still feeling generous enough and able to donate. Uh, thank you. Tomorrow, um, we'll be back in the morning with some Europa Universalis 2. Four. Two. Yeah. No, four. My God, my brain. And um, next week on the show, we are going to try and talk to our favorite people in the world, developers, game developers. We have a lot of developers on our Discord. So what we're going to do is we're going to, we have a developer-only voice chat room. We're going to go in there and we're going to invite them all in and we're going to ask them how they're doing, how their games are doing, because, like, their hard work is keeping us entertained. So... I thought it'd be fun to just check in with them, see how they're doing, because to us, they're some of the most important people around. Um, so, yeah. And uh, speaking of important people, we are going to have another mental health check-in, community check-in, this Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, come join us in the voice chat room or here on Twitch, and we'll just talk and vent and just, you know, see how we're all doing. Um, you can, you, you can check out the calendar. Oh God, wait, different button. <sighs> there it is. Come on, work. It didn't work. Come on. Um, I don't know why it's not working, but yeah, you can uh, go to the calendar at spacegamejunkie.com Where is it? Uh, to see what's coming up this week. We have a lot of games coming up this week. Uh, but as always, thank you for listening and, and watching and all that stuff. And we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. to watch me bungle through Europa Universalis 4. Have a great one, y'all. Stay safe, be well, and take care of each other. Bye-bye.